So how do you actually turn your passion, your ideas into a profitable business? And I feel like the first step towards identifying your passion is to first believing in yourself that you have something special to offer to the world. It can be a unique perspective towards a certain niche or towards a certain industry or the way you do your services or the way you make your product. There is something different about it. There's a tweak. A lot of people have that self-doubt that they have nothing much to offer. They're not as talented. They're not as creative. And then there's there's so many limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves that even if we want to find that passion, there is like this barrier to it. And we put that barrier upon ourselves by thinking that we don't have much to offer. We are not talented and we are not creative. And that is not true. And that's why you need to almost break down that barrier, that limiting belief and believing in yourself, believing that there is something that only you can offer to this world. And without it, the world maybe is probably a less brighter place. When you believe in yourself, it actually makes you feel confident and it also gives you that motivation to pursue that passion and to also sustain yourself long term because believing in yourself is like that brick that base before you build your passion on top of it there's almost like a trust to yourself like you know like hey i trust you that you're gonna do a great job and you have something to offer to this world like imagine you telling a friend that you believe in her or him and they're gonna do a great job at this because you know that they're talented or that they have skill and they just need to explore so be that friend for yourself and it's gonna it's gonna be really helpful in the long run one example might be that you have this passion for writing and you never really thought about making it into a career or a side hustle and you even explored it and that's because you don't believe in yourself as much you might feel like you're not as talented enough or you might think that oh the competition might be too steep but i think once you believe that you have something unique to offer you can write in a unique style the way you see the world is definitely different and i feel like niche is something that you if you put your your personality yourself there there's only one of you in the whole world so you are the niche if not like a certain category, it's like, no, I feel like it's almost like an illusion when you think about, oh, I need to find that niche. If you think about you being the niche, you are the personal brand, there's no one like you. So you just have to explore that uniqueness about who you are and launch that product, launch that business idea, launch that passion fearlessly and with lots of confidence. And I think that that's an example that you might think you you have a passion about something but you never execute it because you're just afraid of either the competition or you might think you're not good enough and neither of them might be true and of course once you have identified that okay you know this is the topic that i want to pursue in i want to see if i'm actually passionate about it you can always like level up your skills by taking a writing course you know or join this online community of other writers and develop on your skills and the more you develop on your skills the more confident you will be and you know you will perform better 
well, obviously. Um, I remember when I finished my O levels and I was thinking about what else I'm passionate about and if I'm talented or th th with other things except for academics because my academics, I wasn't like an A student, I was always a B student and I just wanted to prove to myself that I am talented person because my parents at that time were that, that encouraging. They were like, you know, you didn't get an A and it almost made me feel like I'm a failure just because I didn't get A on papers. So I was just like, I guess, 15, uh, no, I was 16 years old when I joined this online community of other writers just to explore my skills for writing because I remember growing up every time when we had to write essays in school, my essays were always read out by the teachers as an example of my storytelling. And I thought about like that compliment that teacher used to always give me. And I was like, you know what? I think that might be something here. And I just went for it. And the online community was really supportive. They upgraded me to becoming a preferred author on the platform. It was amazing. And it was almost like a validation to myself that whatever things I might be interested about, whatever things that I might be passionate about, if I give that chance, the fair chance to develop that skill, make you know, be better at my craft, there is a potential for me to grow in that. Obviously, I didn't make that into my business, but I do still write poetry now and then, though I've not written one in years. But that doesn't mean I'm not a poet. That doesn't mean I'm not a writer. I still do storytelling through my copywriting, through my business. And writing is something that you need everywhere. And it's a skill that helps you in the long run because when you grow a business, one skill that you need to sharpen on is social media skills. And most of your social media skills, you need some sort of copywriting, some sort of storytelling. So it's good to write content or just practice just writing two sentences every single day and to sharpen the skill of communicating your ideas with the world. And I think another question you can ask yourself when you are trying to find your passion is what are you curious about? Follow that trails of curiosity and see where it leads you. You might be growing up, you might be exploring baking, different kind of bakings. You find yourself baking different cakes or even cooking. And you also see that people have been liking your baking and then when you maybe graduate or something from your school, you can think about pursuing culinary arts and then narrowing your niche to maybe baking certain pastries because that's something that you are really good at and you're also passionate in. I feel like when your talent and what you are good at and your curiosity and everything overlaps and then it becomes a profitable business. So usually your talent, your skills overlapping with your passion, this too, when it aligns your passion and your skills and aligns, you bring magic to the world basically because you're great at it, you enjoy it, like a win-win situation. And you would also like figure out that, oh, maybe I, I like vegan cooking more than like just baking. And I think that that is the concept of exploration. You know, you should never stop exploring on a certain passion project of yours. You should go deep and you might find something that, that you find so much joy in it that you, you would even do it even if no one pays you. And, you know, let's say it doesn't turn into a profitable business. It becomes such a enriching hobby that you, that enriches your soul 
and you're just happy doing it. And I think that ties in nicely to that point of trying out new things constantly. Um, I think this aligns with mostly multi-passionate people like myself who can never just stick to one thing because I'm passionate about so many things, photography, social media, marketing, fashion, um, name it. I just love so many things and I'm pretty good at a, a lot of that. Maybe not like a master of all of that, but that's fine. I've I like exploring different niches, different kind of creative work. And I do take up courses and others like, you know, educational stuff to level up on my skills. So I think it's important not to put yourself in a box. If you are a multi-passionate person, if you find joy and passion learning these various types of topics and niches, don't stop yourself. Don't let other people tell you that. Why can't you just stick to, to one thing? But of course, that being said, you have to give a fair chance to each of your interests. Don't stretch yourself too thin and put yourself into all the niches all at once. What I would like strongly advise you is to focus on one niche, go really dive into one. And if you find that it, it's like stabilizing and it's like conforming into some sort of business, then great, build upon it. And then maybe stack up another niche on top of that and see how that pans out. And just don't never overwhelm yourself because sometimes we tend to do so many things all at once and you don't you realize you can't focus on everything and then you have burnout and then you crash and then you somehow subconsciously think maybe I'm not passionate about this because I'm so stressed. So you should never take the joy out of these things by doing so much that you're burnt out. That's also a, a, a really interesting point to make because I've met chefs who have been chefs for 10 years. And when I asked them, is this something that they're passionate about? And then they told me that when we started this career, we loved it. It was our passion. But after doing it for 10 years and working so hard, almost to a burnout, the passion is gone. And it's true, sometimes Passion will change, passion will fade away with time, that's fine. But you don't want that joy to be taken out too soon. And also taken out because you're burnt out and you're just doing too much in a very small period of time. So basically when you try out different things, you are unraveling realms that you never thought existed and you never knew that you will love doing that thing at the same time you'll be so skillful at it so i feel like continue exploring different topics different niches keep on learning it's something that never stop you will always be on top of your maybe other peers in the market if you always level up in the industry and always leveling up with knowledge and keep on learning and keep on enjoying the process. And of course, that being said, don't be afraid to challenge yourself and be out of your comfort zone. Because a lot of time when you start a new passion or a new activity, you realize that you might be that great at it. But then don't be disheartened. That's why I keep saying take up that course, take up that class to learn more about it and then apply whatever you have learned to see if you, you can get better at it and to also see if you're enjoying the process of doing that passion project of yours. So don't be afraid of challenges because you find that in everything that you would attempt 
in and everything that you're going to try there will be challenges and struggles that's like the basic um structure of this life and i feel like as you are trying these new things and you're exploring these new realms this is where you document your journey document it and put it on social media put you know share it with your friends and document the ups and downs and what's working and what's not working because i can guarantee you other people would be very curious about how is it panning out for you a lot of times we are not courageous enough to highlight what's not working we are not comfortable always showing our vulnerable selves and a lot of the times we don't show what makes us feel sad and disheartened especially when you are growing a business and so many times you wouldn't like it you wouldn't like the process and i think it's important to showcase those parts because that builds that trust and that connection with your other fellow human beings because we all struggle with something nothing is smooth sailing and i feel like that is something you can definitely document and it will also obviously document the process the moment that gives you so much joy when you're doing a certain passion project be it baking be it rock climbing hiking you name it just document the journey as gary v says you do not create you just document and that is your content and i think one more important thing you need to ask yourself is what are your values it's very important to identify what kind of values are important to you because when you find values that is important to you you will be able to find business opportunities or careers that is aligned to that and you'll find a deeper purpose to your work in the longer run so ask yourself is it creativity family environmental system sustainability yeah are you more conscious about environmental friendly products and you want to work with organizations that practice that sustainability and offering that environmental friendly options to their products and services so like write your values down because that will definitely help you to find your passion more easily so let's say you're someone who loves whose values are creativity and environmental friendly or environmental sustainability and community you might be aligned to an eco-friendly brand who practices zero waste or even a fashion brand that is sustainable that all their uh, clothes are sustainably made and in that way you'll be part of something that you believe in and that will give you a sense of purpose as well and you can also work in the creative field as a photographer or like some designer that helps this company this non-profit organization who support environmental causes by making visuals for them and you know like you are also indirectly supporting the causes when you are in part of this organization or these business businesses that also practices similar values of yours so that's something to think about and if you want to be you know own business person you can definitely build a business around those values and that it will also somehow relate to your audience who practices these values so it also helps to target your audience accordingly and find a niche of people that actually supports these causes that you also believe in and i think another aspect of finding a passion is paying and to compliments pay attention to what people actually compliment you about for example you have organized certain events for your friends and family parties and they tend to be complimenting you about how detail oriented you are how you always meet deadlines 
And that could mean that you're actually a very good organizer and you could attempt to make a business where you organize your event planner and you organize certain events for certain occasion for your business for other people. Or you could be known to do really good editing of pictures. You're good at framing pictures and taking them. And you can explore photography because that happened to me. People would always be complimenting on my pictures and how I take them and how I have an eye for aesthetic. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Let me just explore photography, even though I've never learned photography professionally. But it's just self-thought. And nowadays, you don't really need a certificate to validate that you might be good at something. Because as long as you are practicing it and people are acknowledging that it's a good work, take that compliment and then take action by launching that passion or that interest of yours. And you never know, it might turn into something full-time. Also, it's important to reflect on your hobbies. Take note of what you like to do during your free time. It can be, or do you go hiking every weekend and you have a immense passion for the outdoors? Maybe you can create a community to encourage a certain group of people to do more activities outdoor. And that can be even a business model. So do not overlook those small hobbies you might have in between your busy life. Because usually hobbies are a spectrum where we do take time to invest in just because it's fun, we enjoy it, we find joy in it. And there might be potential to make that hobby into a profitable business as well. So as you slowly identify your passion, you will also see your strengths and you identify your strengths, you know, what you're naturally good at. And once you find out your strength and you have some sort of idea that these are the passion projects that you want to try out, it's time to access the market. See if there is a demand for the skill sets that you have or that passion project you want to launch. It's very important to do market research and ask friends or like ask your friends around, is, the, is this product or service you have in mind? Is this something they would like to pay for? Because ultimately a business is very simple, is providing a service or a product that your audience are willing to get purchase at a price point that they're comfortable with. So look at the market, see if there is any gap you could fill with your strength and your skill set, and then brainstorm ideas. You know, you might have a few ideas in mind, a few strengths that you have realized about yourself, and brainstorm those ideas and write it all down. Do not like keep anything back because you can always narrow it down and you're going to just start with one idea first, right? So it's okay if you have many ideas at first. We're just brainstorming here. Think about which strengths of yours you can turn it into a business idea. So let's say you're good at copywriting. You might consider, you know, being a content creator and have a content creation or copywriting business that you can launch and help out small business owners or, you know, coaches, whatever it is. Copywriting is needed everywhere. Um, so yeah, something like that. Think about how you can use your strength and turn that into a profitable business. So if you've done your market research, you have a few business ideas, now it's time to test them. Test the market by launching a minimum viable product, you know, and launch it and launch it at a small scale. Don't invest so much money in it because it's not really worth it. You don't want to waste so much. So Obviously, it's very like low investment kind of services or products are usually knowledge-based products like it's a coaching program, a course, compared to maybe something that you need to design and put a bit more 
investment in, I would say. So do something like, like always launch very fast. Launch fast, fail fast, they say. So that's something that I also love to practice in my business. I don't overthink the process. I'll have an idea, figure out if I'm good at it and do some brainstorming. And then I'll just launch to see if the market's safe. Yes. You can ask a lot of people during the market research process, but it's not definitive that it will work. It's not definite that it will work. You can only be sure if it's going to, you know, give you that profitable income if you launch it and see the response of the market. And usually when you launch something on the first go, it won't always be like a huge success. You have to reiterate. You have to make your product better. You have to, you know, launch again. And just because on the first time you launch, it's not as you expected, don't be disappointed. This is where you manage your expectation. Make sure it's realistic. Uh, none of us like succeed at the first shot. You have to like do like test out many, many times before you find something that's viable, that's scalable and that you enjoy and, and the market loves. Uh, like once the market says yes to your product, figure out how you can refine your product and services even more by figuring out how you're going to stand up from your competitors, what is your unique selling points, and all of that jazz will come true. But it's a step-by-step process. Nothing happens in one day. Rome wasn't built in a day, they say. So as so as your business, it's not going to be, you know, you're not going to see results straight away. And this is where I need to emphasize on the importance of actually enjoying the process. You should not attach some sort of outcome to your whole goal. Like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I expect a certain outcome of it. I mean, we all do. We we do want a profitable business at the end of it, but it's not going to come straight away. So do not attach outcomes to every single thing you do because you might not see an ROI, a return of investment straight away. And that's absolutely normal. If you will rarely find someone who says that I tried it first time, I got the results straight away. And if anyone is saying that, it might be all fluff. It might not be true because it takes a lot of reiteration of your products and services and a lot of exploration, a lot of A-B testing to know what the market wants, what your audience wants from you. So yes, so you need to enjoy the process, detach yourself from any outcome and have a very realistic expectation. And as you're building your business, don't forget to stop learning, take that course, read books about that niche, keep on upgrading yourself. There's no stopping for that. And be open to taking feedbacks from your market, from your audience. Don't take anything personally because whatever feedback you're getting is to make your product services and also make your skills better, you know? Like, be open to it. Like, okay, you know, the price point that, you know, your audience might want a payment plan because they don't have a budget for that amount think about it you know if, if that's something you're okay with you know for your business and if there is a certain style of teaching method that they would prefer you know maybe you can tweak your teaching style if it's like a product-based business think about they might fancy certain colors we might not fancy certain designs listen to your market listen to your audience and take in that feedback with an open heart and improve on your products and services. And I feel like another way to find your passion is to identify a problem that your community or 
you know, a problem that you see in a certain niche and you have to figure out a way, a solution. And that's something you can package it and offer it to your audience. And it's, I think, one of the most valuable, you know, thing you can offer because there is a struggle in the community and you have faced it yourself personally and you have a framework for it and you know how to overcome it. So how you can also find your passion by helping others. So when you build a business that is around a problem that you have solved and you're providing value for others, it becomes not only a profitable business, but a meaningful one because something personal and it's not just like when you build a business around something that you have faced, you know, a problem, a struggle, and you're giving value by solving that same problem for others. It not only becomes profitable, but it becomes a very meaningful and fulfilling experience for you. So now all you need to do is take action on that passion project and you will figure out how to make it profitable once you find something that the market wants. But I feel like the process to finding something that you're passionate about and that's also profitable will take some time and effort, but you need to take action. Don't sit on it. Don't overthink it. Just go and do it. You know, whatever steps and things I've asked you to reflect upon, do that, take action and test them all. Don't be afraid of what people's going to say or how's, how they're going to judge you. Because whatever you're going to do at the beginning, you're not going to be perfect on it. You're going to mess up and that's okay. You know, in a world where AI is flourishing and everything is so perfect or trying to be perfect, it's good to be human. It's good to share your awkwardness. It's good to see that people are still human by being there in awkward self and like quirks about you is make that humanizes your brand. It humanizes you as a person behind the business. So don't overthink it. And honestly, no one really cares that much about what you're doing and what you're exploring. So no one's going to be like, oh, you know, today uh, Christina is posting this. So weird. And, or no one's going to sit there and think about what, what you and, and I think your friends and families are probably going to support you. But if you do not have a supportive family and friends, then don't listen to them. I think with that, we end today's episode. And I hope you have found some solution and some ideas on where to start, especially if you have no idea passion projects. Another thing I need to mention that you might, when you start on something, it might be just your interest. It's not your passion. And it's not necessary also to, you know, do something that you're clearly completely mad about. That's also, it's fine. If it just gives you a little bit of joy, you're interested in it. It's okay if it's, if it's, you can't say that you're passionate about it. But enjoy it. It's something that, you know, you don't mind doing it. It gives value to the community. It's it's a it's a great thing. So you don't have to be so overwhelmed with the word passion and make it a thing. And if it's not something that you're passionate about, you shouldn't do it. I hope you found some inspiration through the points that we have discussed today and you'll be able to take action. And remember that just don't like listen to what I'm saying and don't do anything about it. Go do your homework, go write your some interests, some strengths you might already have. Document that journey, put it out there. Ask the market, ask your audience, ask your friends, whoever. Like, hey, is this something that you like watching? And even if you don't have a product or service yet first, it's fine. Find something that you enjoy and you will create a product and service around it. 